Hey, hello, good evening, good evening, family. This is your boy, um, Pastor Santa Camo. Real word with my man. What's up, y'all? We thank you all for joining us. We're on the fifth episode of the third season of The Real Word Show. So we thank you all for joining us tonight. We thank all of you that's been watching the show, that's been supporting the movement. Shout out to everyone that watched last week's episode. We did a total of over 19,000 views. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting the YouTube. That's www.youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash The Real Word. Um, shout out to everybody that's been supporting the GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com backslash The Real Word. And we on YouTube, www.youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash The Real Word TV. And shout out to everybody that's just been watching us on the break that's been doing this whole journey with us. It hasn't been an easy one, but we thank you all for joining us and your continued support. So we thank you all for joining us tonight as well. So we got a special guest tonight. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Jodana Pereira. Everybody know me as Jody. So shout out to Jody. Jody's a very special guest, and we honored to have her here today. She's an author of two books, and she's going to speak about that today along with a lot of other things. So thank you for joining, and we hope you enjoy this episode. So Jody, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Um, so I am an author. I write children's books. Currently, I have two books out. Um, I have the first one that was published, um, Jordan and Nellie's Adventure Before Christmas. And the second one that I released this year, which is Positive Thinking for Little Ones. So shout out, shout out. You said which one was the first one? The first one is this one, Jordan and Nellie's Adventure Before Christmas. So what's this book about? So this book is about two little girls, two sisters actually. Mm -hmm. um, they go on this adventure to go save their dad from the snow monster. And they try to like bring him back before Christmas comes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you come up with the concept of the whole snow monster thing um the snow monster <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting one it is an interesting one um i don't think you got snow monsters in the hood <laughs> <laughs> um actually no okay so the co-concept of um the snow monster um i was actually somewhat inspired by the backyard and a few other um cartoons that was on like you know nick jr and stuff like that mm. watching them and i was just like wow so um I went typing away, and my imagination just went crazy, and wow. the snow monster came about. But if you read it, you will see, you know, who they think is the snow monster. And wow. it's, it's just, it's, it's fun. And how do you to defeat the snow monster? That's a secret. You would have to find out. You got to read the book to you find out. <laughs> yeah, you get the book. <laughs> so tell us about your second book. What made you write that? The second one, it's, um, it's called Positive Thinking for Little Ones. What made me come up with this one was um, I implied my own personal life to this one which is um mm. so i was like you know how can i because whatever i'm feeling i'm writing mm -hmm. i was like how can i you know put this together for kids so basically you know it's like affirmations you wake up and you're like you're beautiful wow. you know you're confident and you can do this and um so what i was telling someone actually i was like you know there's always quotes for adults i go on instagram Facebook. I'm like, there's so many quotes for adults, literally. You're right. And that's really how I came up with this book. And I was like, I want to come out with quotes for kids. Wow. And I wanted, I want them to, um, to use that on a daily basis. So I said, you know what? Let me use my personal, what I use for myself, and you know, just put it down for kids, something easy for them to read, and they can read it every day and wake up and say, you know what? Be confident. I'm gonna, you know. 
research and work today. Uh, what do you feel like is, is, the, is the most rewarding thing when it comes to being an author? Someone reading it and being inspired. Wow. Definitely. Um, just one person, honestly. Like, I hear people say that all the time, and it's true. Just one person. If I can inspire one person and they'd be like, wow, you know, I love this. Like, when I released my first book, somebody told me that they read it every night. Wow. Before they go to bed. When the deep. kids. And I was like, oh my God, I'm actually someone's bedtime story. <laughs> like, that was so dope. I was like, oh my God. That, like, it was beautiful. That made your day. It did. It really did. So, where did the inspiration come from to become an author? Honestly, I didn't think I wanted to become an author, to be honest with you. Um, I wanted to, to just come out with a book. Um, and then after that, you know, mom, dad was just like, you know, you're an author now, right? And I was just like, it, it took me a while for me to accept that I was an author. It didn't take me until like this year to be like, hey, you know, my name is Jordana, I'm an author. Because I feel like, you know, to have that title author, you have to be like somebody like Charlotte's Web. Like, wow. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> you know, um, Harry Potter, E.B. White. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, so yeah, so I was just like, a t you know, just author. I think that's like a huge title. Yeah, like I think with us, oftentimes we run away from things that God has destined for us. And eventually we get to it you know sometimes we run away from things and it takes us going through certain situations for us to actually in a sense be thrown up into that situation for us to be like okay this is where i belong and sometimes sometimes you get the title before you even able to fit the shoes it's so it's just like it's just like a boy inheriting the crown before he's ready to be king he might not know how to do it perfectly but eventually he'll grow into the leader that he was born to be Absolutely. I actually, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I really do love that. I think that actually implies to me and what I've been going through this year. So that's, well. Yeah. A famous quote by George Washington was like, um, not a famous quote, sorry. But George Washington basically said that when he became the general, who eventually became the first president um, under the Declaration of Independence for the United States, he said that he was younger than a lot of us are right now and the job that he was given he did not know what to do or how to do it and a lot of people died under his command and he made a lot of mistakes to the point where he became the leader that almost every president after him would follow and i guess that's basically what it is because sometimes you're a trailblazer you, you understand there's two kind of people you could either weather the weeds and the thorns and create a path or wait till someone creates it and then just follow afterwards mm -hmm. so some people are meant to just follow afterwards and some people are meant to create the path for others to come that's that's true absolutely true i have to ask you this who are your favorite three top female authors oh wow that's actually a hard question <laughs> that's really hard um well, it's hard for me to ask. because um i can't remember I, I can remember the titles of the books mm. but authors um that's really hard to, it's hard to remember their names. Um, yeah. I would say, let me see. What'd you say, J.K. Rowling? Not mm, really? Not really, mm, okay. not really. Um, I guess I'm going to start off with where I started writing from, poetry. I do like Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, he's good. I love him. He's He's, he's dark, but he's, he's great. He's phenomenal. <laughs> um, I don't think he's underrated at all. 
I think he gets the pops that he deserves. Yeah, I, I love Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Um, I would have to let me see. And also, too, when he was like alive, too, he was like the man as well, too. Just that you know, he went through a hard time. It's just depression. Yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. Depression. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Two more. I guess. Let me see. Hmm. What you think about Nikki Giovanni? Not really, right? You're not really more into like my Angelo. I am. I am. Um. Would you say that the artist? that suffers the most art is usually the best would you agree with that statement or no absolutely i would just um that goes right to um what is her name gosh <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible she sings um rehab um amy winehouse. amy winehouse amy winehouse i'm sorry i'm horrible with like names and stuff That's all good. <laughs> no um but yeah i think she was going through, I don't know what she was going through, but she, yeah, she, to me, she was dope. A yeah. dope artist. Yeah. Um, also, to, I guess, everyone else who thinks he's dope, the guy that just recently, um, he killed himself. Um, and everybody's blaming Ariana Grande for it. Oh, you're talking about oh, Mac, Mac Miller. Mac Miller. No, you committed suicide? Um, he oh, died of a drunk see, over, over Yeah, overdose. Yeah. And but, his music was, was dope. He's a great artist. I just feel like a lot of people, they're looking for things, especially, you know, if, if God is not the center. Mm. Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of people are looking for, like, the higher high. Mm -hmm. You know what mm. I'm saying? And I feel like when you have God, um, you're fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because that's what we're created to be. You know, you love God. You love yourself. You love yourself. You're able to love others. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If, not, if, you if, you're, if you have a, a problem loving people, you don't really love yourself. You don't know your worth. Absolutely. So that's where insecurity comes into play and jealousy and envy and also, you know, blocking people's videos and people gotta <laughs> tell you. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? We're still looking for the people that deleted those videos. You know what I'm saying? Because but, those are precious videos that could have went on television and it's not about us, it's more so about the guests because those were tremendous guests that had a lot to contribute and they could have contributed that to the world. But you and your selfish ways and your selfish demeanors ruined that. And I feel like that's, that's very unfair. And we'll pray for you because for you to do all that, you must be in a miserable state. And we'll pray for you. Yeah, so the reason why I think, I think loving, loving, your, loving God is essential, you know what I'm saying? And you could be able to get more to the world. I feel like with, with fame, a lot of times, there's a lot of people, unfortunately, they sell out. When right. I say sell out, I'm talking about, you know, you know, you know, really selling out. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how they, how they got what they got. You know what I'm saying? That's why they're rich, but they're miserable. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's very vital and very important that, you know, you, you, you love God and, and you, you, you know your worth and, you know, you know your truth. I think that's pretty much that's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's why also too in in this second book, you know, positive thinking for little ones. What I in the ending of the book, I made sure that I say, you know, always give thanks, you know, to God because it's important. Yeah. It's really, 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 really important. Like you know, He is the reason why that you wake up every day. He gives you these blessings. He, you know, you know, it's like we're, we're given a chance every day to fulfill our dreams. Like I honestly, I did that this morning. Um. Usually I would like when I wake up the first thing I'll do is and I know everybody does this is they grab their phone and I you know I'm trying to check my emails you know to see what's what I have next what's going on and I said you know what let me 
relax. Let me put my phone down. And I just closed my eyes and I started praying. I was like, you know what, thank you for waking me up today so I can actually go out and do what I have to do to fulfill my dreams. So, yeah. So how hard was that, like, to make that transition? To, uh, to pray? Like, to just put my phone down and be like, let me pray? Yeah. It, um, it wasn't hard because I always told myself that, um, Jody, you know what, you, you need to pray more often. You need to give thanks more often. You need to, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in God and, you know, I do go to church here and there when I can. Um... But it wasn't hard. It takes discipline. Mm. It does take discipline. And I said, you know what? It only takes like two, three minutes to like pray. Yeah, of course. Because, you know, when once you're on social media, it's like you're on there, next, you know, for 30 minutes and then it goes an hour and a whole 45 minutes, two hours. But um, it takes discipline. And I want to be consistent with that. I do. Mm-hmm. But it was it, it wasn't hard. It's something that, you know... You have to just mentally, like, just tell yourself, like, yo, just pray. Hmm. Pray. That's what's up. I wanted to ask you about a couple of authors. How do you feel about, I'm just going to name a couple of names. How do you feel about Stephen King? Stephen King, he does a lot of scary books. Yeah. Scary books. Hmm. I've never really, I've never really read about, um, read any of his, uh, okay. books. Stephen okay. King, no, okay. I haven't. Okay. You've probably seen movies from Stephen King. Yeah. Like what? Um, I forgot, like, this Haunted Mansions movie. Yeah. I don't remember off the back of my you head. You have, like, R.L. Stein, too. Like, his Goosebumps is actually... Yeah, I, <clears throat> I remember growing up, I would watch Goosebumps on TV, but I haven't read any of the books. I J.K. Rowling. Okay, okay. That does. Um, let me see. The most popular books that I would have to say that, that really, like... Stuck out to you? Um... Your top three. I would say The Color Purple. Okay. And again, um, Charlotte's Web when I was a kid. Yeah, that was a big book. When I was a kid, Charlotte's that Web. That was a big book back in the day. Um, and let me see. And again, I, like, I would have to stick with Edgar Allan Poe as a, a poet. Mm. So yeah, those are my top three. I, have, I don't really venture off into the other popular books that everybody was reading. Like the, I did read like those vampire books <laughs> but <laughs> the twilight you don't yeah read? twilight i did read twilight but um it was good it was good yeah but. definitely there's another one too um i like to um it's uh it's 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 a it's a it's a a movie about basically um what's the place anybody is it something kept to kill her, like a mockingbird or something like that what's the oh, killer mockingbird yeah it's about, it had like three or four What's, it's, it's, what kind of game is it called again? I forgot the name of the game. <laughs> oh, you talking about Hunger Games. Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I'm so sorry about that. Forgive me. No, 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 because there is a bird, the Blue Jay, on the cover. That's right. Yeah, why. facts, facts. So, yeah. um, the Hunger Games. It's like a mockingbird. My bad, but, but um, Hunger Games, that, that definitely is a, a great, great book and also a great movie as well. Too. Yeah, they make good movies. Um, What book did I read that was really good? And I normally don't like, you know, I'm not into the whole reading the sex book, but, um... Zane? No, Fifty Shades of Grey. Stop it with the Zane. Fifty, Fifty Shades of Grey. Zane is doing his thing. <laughs> yeah. I was in high school when Zane was Yo, popular. Yo, listen, that joint is crazy. I remember, I remember one time I used to, um, always, um, 
see a lot of girls reading Zane. You talking about those hood sex books? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he got a deal now. I feel like all is it she or he? She right? I don't know, but they did get a deal with Playboy because they, I think Playboy was it because they had shows on television. Yeah, they did. They did on cable. Yeah, um, I remember growing up. I, I ain't gonna lie, I read some of those books, but I felt like all the plots were the same. Beautiful girl that everyone wanted in the hood, the beautiful girl from the projects, the drug dealer that everybody told her don't mess with, and then she ended up messing with him. And then she either became a drug addict, a prostitute, or she caught AIDS. Then he died. It was the same story over and over and over. I'm like, wow. wow. I think the reason why it became popular is because it was relatable. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, Unfortunately. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, from the hood and, you know, selling drugs. And, you know, there's probably some truth to that, to, to those stories. So, yeah, I think that's why it was popular. But, um... I, the latest book that I read it was it would have to be um, Fifty Shades of Grey. But as of right now, I do read a lot of motivational book, which is um, a book by Brian Tracy, which is Maximum Achievement. Mm -hmm. That's actually one of my favorite books. Like I recommend that to everybody that is fighting self or they're trying to like start something. They're looking for something. They're searching. Pick up Brian Tracy's book, Maximum Achievement. Favorite book. And how did how, how did that book help you? It helped me a lot. It um, I became honest with myself. That's what it helped me with. To be honest with myself and um, realize the issues that I have mm. that other people won't tell me that I or they do tell me, and I'm in denial or um, like just confidence and believing in self and starting to like think positive and look at things differently. Um. What else did it help me with? I started writing down things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I started working on the stuff that I wanted to do. It's very um, hands-on, too. It tells you to, like, it gives you activities in the book. So um, I started doing them. But the hardest part for me was being honest with myself because there, there's, like, a chapter in there, and it's, like, write down, you know, a couple of things that that you know that everybody has an issue with, but it's also, it's like a real life issue. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I wrote them down and I, w I started crying, I was just like, wow, mm. these are the things that I want to change. I want to become a better person. So do you want to share what those things were or no? Um, I would have to say one of them. And sometimes my mom, she tells me about it. Sometimes she goes on, um, you know, when people give you feedback, sometimes you, you know, you kind of like shy away, you walk away, or you kind of just, you know, keep quiet. You don't mm. really, um, it's kind of like receiving criticism. criticism. Yeah. But um, it's, it's also, it's, I think sometimes too, it's also how you give the criticism. True. Sometimes <laughs> it's not how you, what you say, but it's, how you it's say how it. It's how you say it. Um, another one is to how I also deliver certain messages. My mom is like, Jody, sometimes it's, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So I would have to say those two things. Like, I mean well. I do mean well. But, you know, sometimes it just comes out, mm. you know, kind of crazy sometimes. But When you say crazy, in what sense? I'm going to ask. Um, <laughs> like... Are you a crazy person? I'm not crazy at all. I'm actually really calm. It just comes off mean. <laughs> it just comes off mean. But you're mean. not a mean person, though. No, I'm not a mean person. I'm not at all. I'm not, I, I mean well. It's just like 
growing up in a Caribbean household, my parents are very like, like you know. So it's kind of like I have a lot of my mom and my dad ways. So it's kind of like when I talk to you, it comes off rough, mm. but it's I don't mean it in that way. Especially like if I'm coming to you that way, I'm, take that as I love you, I mm. care about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. We Haitian, so we understand what you're okay. saying. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So, let's go to current events. Um, This weekend was kind of crazy. Um, They caught the bomber, the guy that, that was sending the bombs through the mail to Democratic um, politicians. They found out that he was from Florida, and he was also a huge conspiracy theorist. Um, and he, he was a Trump supporter, too. Yeah, he I was a Trump supporter. <laughs> I wasn't surprised that he was... Uh, um, I was not surprised that... He, he is a, 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 a Trump supporter because at the end of the day, the victims were Democratic supported um, um, individuals like, for example, um, Bill Clinton, of course, received his, um, Barack Obama received his, Robert De Niro received his, a lot of key public you know, Cory Booker. So I'm not surprised about that at all because no Republican was attacked yeah. at all. So it was all Democrat, Democratic um party affiliates. Yeah. So, like, what do you think they're going to do with this guy? Well, I think they're going to give him the um, the maximum. Well, I don't know. He was saying basically that he feels like um, they stole, they have Adolf Hitler's sperm and they're using it to breed um, German or Russian um, politicians. He said that there's a Jewish billionaire that's paying people to attack whites. He, he was saying a lot of off-the-wall things, and they said that this whole culture of following conspiracy started with Trump. He made it cool to say off-the-wall things and for people to say publicly. An example they gave was him saying that Barack Obama was really born in, in Kenya, in Africa, and that he had a fake birth certificate. You know how Trump always accused people of stuff. He's like, all right, whatever. And he just walks away. He doesn't really care. He just yeah. say things and walk away. And he doesn't fact check himself. And whenever they say he's lying, they're like, fake news, fake news. Like, so he made it cool to say basically dumb stuff out loud. I think what um, really kind of like took the Eisenberg was um, the, um, telling people that he was um, a nationalist. I think those kind of language spew a lot of a lot of hate. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day. It starts with a thought, and from a thought, you keep thinking it, you keep thinking it, and after that, you know, you speak it. And when you keep speaking it, speaking it, you will see him in his um, rallies telling people to knock this person out, or knock that person out, or knock him out, or kick him out. And I think from then and there, you know, you keep spewing hate and negativity mm. all the time, you eventually get action. So I kind of, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame him for him doing it, but I, you know, you know I, I do... Call him. To, um, I do call him out in regards to being responsible because of the messages that he is he is spreading and everything. Look at my African American. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> um, another unfortunate oh, so sorry. incident. I was gonna say another unfortunate incident happened in um, Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Um, there was an attack on a synagogue yeah. that left eleven people dead. Yeah. And the guy walked in and he was like deaf to all Jews. He was saying something about he felt Jews were going to do something to him. Yeah. What, what exactly was that about, guys? Well, basically, I mean, like I said, it all stems from hate. Um, it all stems from white supremacy. It all stems from racism. It all stems from discrimination. And like I said, you know, um, Trump needs to be, like, as a, as a leader of the free world, 
you know, as the President of the United States, you have to be very careful of the messages that you, you, you send off. It's like he's telling the Ku Klux Klan, it's okay. It's okay to do this. It's okay to treat black people inferior or attack, you know what I'm saying? Even though he's not saying it directly, but the message that he's spreading out is 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 is, is fueling to the fire of what's going on and everything like that. And um what does it look also? Um this is also like regarding to the lady that died from to like the Holocaust um survivor, right? This was she was part of that as well? I'm not sure. This, this was Saturday. This Saturday? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. So then I'm fast forwarding yeah. into the future right now. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. You're good. You're good. I mean, we're just flowing. Um, I just feel like it's a, it's a very unfortunate situation. And I think um, the, the Jewish, um, I think uh, she, she's, a, she's, a, she's a president of, of numerous synagogues. She doesn't want um, Trump to be invited because of mm -hmm. what he represents. Mm. And I feel like, you know, as a leader of the free word, you should do better in regards to your tone, what you say, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not saying to change your personality, but I just feel like ever since that Trump came into office, he didn't come into the office with hope, but he came with more with fear and, 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 and hate and everything like that. But like I said, the tide is, is, is changing, you know what I'm saying? I don't think with everything that's been going on, I don't think Trump is going to get a second term. Mm. Um, it's funny that you said that. I was talking to one of my friends, and I was telling him, I was like, you know, I feel like I've become an angry black woman <laughs> because of him. Because I feel like, you know, ever since he, you know, became president, racism has now, you know, it's... It's okay. It's just, it's ridiculous to me yeah. now. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, 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 like Megan Kelly. <laughs> Oh my yeah, God! Let's yeah. talk about yeah. Megyn Kelly. I'm I mean, just like. Well, first of all, she's always um. I'm gonna pass back, back to you. She's always said racist comments like. That's like, the lady from the. The blackface comment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah and also that. to like, did you see how she spoke to like um D.L. Hughley? No, I didn't. See like she spoke to D.L. Hughley like 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 she was, like he was a boy. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm talking. You need to be quiet while I'm talking. So you know what wow. I'm saying? Talking about how. Jesus, um, 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 Jesus was white. Talking about how Santa Claus needs to be white. That's a lie. They were so, both men of color. So, so she always had. You know, she's from Fox, from Fix News. So <laughs> that's not. That's not. That's not a surprise. You know what I'm saying? That's not a surprise. You know. No, that's the biggest irony of it all. Jesus was a man of dark pigment, and so was the person that Santa Claus is based upon. He was a man of pigment. And it's crazy because now, of, because of CGI and DNA, we could see exactly how they look like. So her saying that, that's ignorance, because you can look it up online. So. Yeah, I kind of feel like Trump has made um, people feel comfortable with being racist and saying comments like that. But like, when, when I heard her comment, I was like, she's way too comfortable. And um, Exactly. Like, do you even know where blackface you know, comes from? Do you know she, the do you know the history? I think she like knows. This? She knows. She knows. She's, she's very intelligent. You know what I'm saying? She's a very intelligent person. She probably she didn't care. She got a bachelor. She got a master's. And um, yeah, it is what it is. There's a lot of, unfortunately, there's a lot of women who, who think um, like her, but unfortunately, Al, Ra Al Roker, um, the meteorologist, mm -hmm. um, got her spot. Yeah. So it is what it is. I, I just feel like, you know, a lot of people are just too comfortable following black people, attacking black people, attacking Jews, Attacking minorities mm. when this this country was made for immigrants. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because if you want to be technical, the real Americans are native. Absolutely, yeah. people of color. People ironically. of color. You know what I'm saying? Which is interesting. Yeah. But one thing I gotta give is that 
the whole Jewish community, they band together. And recently they put up a GoFundMe just two days ago after the whole, um, can we say massacre? Yeah, massacre. Well, it was a massacre. Okay, the mass shooting yeah, yeah. in Pennsylvania. And they already raised $700,000 in two days. That is dope. On the GoFundMe, yeah. So I've seen that. Um, the the ages of the dead are from 54 to 97. Okay, so yeah, so that is, I think that is what I was talking about. Yeah. The, um, one of the ladies, um, an older woman, 97 years old, she yeah, died. Um, a Holocaust survivor, and she died. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. I mean, the, 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 the biggest um, um, terrorist in this country is is white supremacy that's that's the result of it and i feel like the the sad part is i think which is which is um i think the reality is it's hitting them because they know already that you know first and foremost what they did to us we would never do to them you know what i'm saying i think we're just a forgiving people we are forgiving people we are too forgiving and too forgiving you know what i'm saying to a fault you believe I think I think I think I think a race would have been happening a long time ago mm. if it, if it went there, but I feel like you know what I'm saying black people just want to just have fun, have a good time, make mm. music, change the world, and impact people. You know what I'm saying? We just like to have fun. I mean, if you I mean if you chill with your friends, like all they do is you know what I'm saying, smoke weed, mm -hmm. drink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, and like, party, party and bullshit. <laughs> You know, to have a good time. My black people just like to have fun. I mean, like, usually, like, you know, like, I'm celebrating. Um, what's that thing called again? When slavery was, um, was it, I think it's called the the, the junior. Mm -hmm. I think the, the junior, something like that. That I'm not too sure. Yeah, about. But, but a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of our people just love to have fun, and I feel like what's so sad is like like hip hop is such such a big thing. Mm -hmm. It's like pop now. Mm -hmm. Like you got MSC, you got MSN, um, MSNBC commentators. Talking about hip hop, inviting hip hop artists and everything like that. CNN artists inviting hip hop artists to talk about what's going on. You know what's the crazy part? Music, especially hip hop music, is the highest export that the U.S. puts out to the rest of the world. Music in itself. Yeah. That's that's the only thing that the U.S. is selling the most of. Um, recently, Donald Trump, I think today, he deployed 5,200 troops to the border of Mexico. Yeah. He was saying basically that, um, basically that they felt that they needed that extra presence over there. How do you guys feel about that? I think that's crazy. Yeah. I think that's crazy. So listen, listen, people, listen, people got... 5,200 troops, they said on top of the 2,500, um... Thank you, boys. Troops that was already there, um, the National Guard. So that's enough troops to invade Mexico on the low. You don't think so? At least to shoot something up. Mm -hmm. Think about it. That's 5,000 plus 2,500. That's about 7,000 troops, soldiers with guns. I'm, 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 I sound crazy for saying this, but I'm ready for Mexico to fight back. It's ridiculous. Because like you said, if you think about it, they're invading Mexico, it's ridiculous. Um, they need to do something about it. Mexico? They're saying that they put them at the border to stop people from coming into America. But think about it. If you're that's a lot of people to put at the border. Like, what are you think doing? about it this way, right? Say for example, wow. this is a house. This is a house, right? And this mic, let this mic stands for the border, right? 
And people from your house, like the kids, every time the ball go over, they jump over the fence. Now there's one kid there. Now there's two kids there. Now you're like, get out of my yard, kids. Go back to that yard. You kick the two kids out. But say, for example, the kids leave their little brother. Now you put their little brother in a little camp. Now he's trapped here. So you're like, okay, I didn't kick your parents out, but I kept the kids. So now you're like, these, these people keep jumping into my yard. Now I'm going to line up. 10 of my friends in front of the yard. You don't think that's going to look like you're, you're starting some kind of beef? <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. And that's, that's, that's a lot of people, if you think about it. They, yeah. That's a lot of people. Because if the ball go over the fence, there's 10 dudes waiting for you. How many people <laughs> do you need to be at the border? To, to, uh, how many people do you need? I think they just want just asylum, you know what I'm saying, for the mere factor of you know how corrupt the government is. Which, which we, you know, helped in that. Because, you, know, you, you know, America has, you know, mm. made sure to um, put countries down so they can be up. So that's part of the problem. And um, yeah, it's a sad situation. I mean, people just want to just live free, you know, have clean water, you know, know, know that it can come to a place that they don't have to wash their backs and they're not going to be raped and everything like that. And he also said that there were, you know, terrorists in... in um, there were terrorists, you know, trying to come up here. But the reality, like I said, a lot of terrorism has, has been by a lot of white nationalists and everything. Like exactly. That, exactly. They said that 40 people a day get killed in America from gun violence, and that doesn't include the 2,000 people that committed suicide. So over 40 people die per day, and I think it's over wow. 500 people that get shot per day in America. Wow. wow. Every day. That's insane. That's totally insane. I mean, mm -hmm. I have mixed mixed feelings about the whole guns thing because, you know, I know that guns is to protect us, mm -hmm. but it's like... Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Right, right, you know, it's crazy. I think Trump's comment was crazy when he said that they should have had guns inside the, uh, the synagogue or had somebody who had a gun. They should have had armed guards at the synagogue? Yeah, I think that's crazy. I would say that there are certain churches that do have security, especially big churches yeah. like Hebron, for an example. They have yeah. a whole security team. Um, I wouldn't, I, I, if they're law enforcement and they choose to carry their weapon, because they they claim that an officer should have his gun on him at all times. And if you go to church and you serving your church by providing security for free, um, then that's a decision that you choose to do. I feel you. But it, it, it's coming to this. It's coming to this. It is what it is. They know? said any any place where a large group of people um, conjugate or come together, there there could be there could be a notion for violence. A perfect example: when a lot of black people go to the club, you leave early because you know I don't know. It might be a fight. I might get shot up. Let me get out of here. <laughs> you know. Oh, but I mean. I mean, but that's anywhere. You just never know because if you think about it, look at the the club that happened in Orlando, the guy that came and shot up the um, the club, the gay club. Yeah. yeah. I look at that. Yeah, Florida's crazy, man. What's going on with Florida and Chicago? <laughs> I think I think I think certain white people are crazy. There's something in the water. I think there's something going. On. I think maybe I I feel like the reality is, you know, they may not be the majority. They, they will not be the majority anymore, and. Because well, they know that they're doing all they can 
So you know what I'm saying? But um, that that still doesn't give them the right to because if you That's think because okay. look if you think about it too, you even have their kids coming into schools and shooting up the schools. Yeah, like that's that's ridiculous. There's been a lot of school shootings recently. Yeah, and it's, it's they need my book, Positive Thinking. Like you know what I'm saying? Like these kids are just. Where can they find your book at? Amazon.com. Amazon.com. <laughs> or you can visit my website www.jordanandnelly.com. But um. It's crazy to me that these little kids are just, where are they, they finding, first of all, these weapons, they definitely getting it from their parents. Mm. Um, their parents have to be teaching them some sort of thing on how to use this weapon, because you, you're coming to school with the weapon. You or video games. Uh, you know, a very popular game is Fortnite, and that's basically a manhunt, where you hunt people down and you kill them, and that's basically, a lot of these video games that kids play during leisure time, like, they're basically training these kids. You know, That's subconsciously true. training them. So, like, when they wake them up, then, like, oh, this kid knows how to use assault weapons. How does he know? Well, this kid's been playing Call of Duty for the last four or five years. This kid's been playing Grand Theft Auto 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. So, you know, like, this kid's been a shooter his entire life. He knows how to do headshots. He knows how to hide. He knows how to use these weapons. And, that you know, too, but I also gotta, think, sorry to cut you off, yeah, but I also but, think that these parents need to be more involved in their kids' lives. Like, don't just leave the you know, the video games to babysit your kid. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's ridiculous to me. Like, I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's what it is. Yeah. I think it stems from a mental health issue. Um, Like Prince Harry, he was talking about it. Um, It was in the news today. Prince Harry was talking about for, for, he lost his mother, I believe, at the age of 12. And for 20 years after that, he did not really know how to deal with it as in like he went inside himself he became introverted and he basically stayed away from people he was basically using girls then after a while he was the party guy like he was the wild one for a little bit partying and doing crazy things and it wasn't up until he found his wife that she brought some kind of stability and balance to his life and he got his own family which helped him balance out everything but he was there at one point too and I think it could be the chemical imbalance within your body that you got to even out sometimes with prescription drugs. Sometimes it's a mental stability. Um, sometimes you need therapy therapy or religious stability. Sometimes religion helps for certain people, you know, to submit all the way to God. Sometimes it's family that helps bring you stability. It's different from, for different people, but you need some form of stability in order to help you through difficult times in life. Sometimes people feel like, they don't value their lives, so then they go out to destroy the lives of others, unfortunately. I think um, that's very honest of Prince Henry for him to, to come out and say that. Because um, a lot of people, especially like us, we're very, um, people of color, I should say, we don't know how to express ourselves. Um, and I would say Kanye is definitely one of them. He'd be saying some crazy things. Well, I think he overexpressed himself. Yeah, but um, I think it's, it's also a way... I, and I think it's it comes from a, him losing his mom. Of course. You know, I I don't think he took any time because at one point he was mute. Yeah. And then he just started bursting out all these you know crazy everything that came to his head. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, it's it's take some time, take therapy. I think therapy is is wonderful. I think it's great. I wouldn't say necessarily to run a prescription and, but yes, you know religion and definitely therapy but i i wish people were more expressive mm. and i hate the fact that now that mental 
you know, illness is now a popular thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it should have been something that everybody should have been talking about a long time. Yeah, but for a long time, it was taboo, you know? And now we're living in a state where the things that usually would be hidden by people is now public. So I think that's where we are right now with life, yeah. with a lot of things. So what is your goal for your books, like, in regards to being an author? If you was to be at your pinnacle of life, where would you choose to be right now at this point? Um, I definitely want Jordan and Nelly to, to end up being animated cartoons on television. Or Nickelodeon, Disney, or? Um, it doesn't matter, Nickelodeon. I would start off, honestly, I would say Nickelodeon. I was... I was that kid, Nickelodeon. I did venture off to Disney as sometimes, but Nickelodeon for sure. Is it still Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's still Nickelodeon, yeah. Yeah, it's still Nickelodeon. It's still Nickelodeon, it's still Cartoon Network, it's Cartoon. still Disney. Yeah. Um, I do want them to become, you know, their own franchise and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I want it to be a really big, huge impact, but with these characters, they're going to be, first of all, they're two black little girls, so I want them to... They're going to be a positive, you know, force. Like the female little Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he's so cute. I miss him. <laughs> he's so adorable. Um, but yeah, no, most definitely. Like, um, if you think about it, I've been watching, rewatching Hey Arnold, and Hey Arnold was a smart little kid, wow. very positive. The stuff that he was saying, I'm like, I didn't understand what he was saying when he was a kid, but now as an adult, I'm like, wow, okay. So, yeah, so definitely, like, stories like that, like, you know, from Hey Arnold, um, I definitely want my characters to be like that. I want to ask you, how do you feel about a lot of the, um, the reenactments that Disney's been doing? Like, for example, um, they did The Jungle Book, they did, um, they did Beauty and the Beast, now they're going to do uh, Lion King coming up next year, and they're doing Aladdin. How do you feel about that? A lot of, yeah. I'm actually really excited to see what Aladdin is going to be about because I know Will Smith is going to be playing the genie. Yeah. So, wow. um, yeah, hopefully he brings it to life because the the last person who um, I forgot his name. Robin Williams. Yes, Robin Williams. R.I.P. Yeah. So, but I mean, it seems like a lot of his work actually, because you know you said Jumanji, right? Oh well, no, no, Jungle Book. You said Jungle Book. Yeah. Yeah, Jungle Book. But yeah, um. Jumanji did get remade with The Rock and yeah, those yeah. other people. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see Aladdin. Lion King, that's going to be very, 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 very hard to live up to. You think so? Because they already got, they got um, James Earl Ray, who did Mufasa. Um, they have Beyonce. Beyonce's going to be doing Nala. Oh, wow. Um, the, the, the girl Nala. Uh, David Glover is going to be doing Simba. Um... Yeah, but definitely, I think they're gonna do phenomenal. I, I, I've seen the you commercial. Have, you went to the play? Have you seen the play? On I've, never, I've never seen the play. Have you seen it? Yes. Is it really good? Yeah. I, I, you should go see it, and then you would be like, that's very hard to live up to. I think even the cartoon and watching the play very hard to live up to. I don't. Yeah, know. I've seen the play. I don't it's know. Just... So you think the play is better than the movie? Um, I think the cart, um, the cartoon. Beautiful, very beautiful. The yeah. colors and everything for kids, beautiful. And I think the play, even more beautiful because they're very interactive yeah. with the with the crowd. Um, Have you watched the Lion Guard? The Lion Guard is actually good. The Lion Guard, that's mm. some Simba's son. Oh wow, it's okay. To each his own. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. 
I mean, I'm still a big kid. I still watch cartoons. I gotta check that out though. The, the, the Lion God. Lion God. Really? Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. It explains basically, you know, the father's father and basically what a Lion God is and and everything like that. It's, it's actually um, it's actually good. It's really really good. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see, but um, I mean, hey, I mean, they're yeah. they're they're remaking these movies. I mean, that's that's awesome because yeah. a lot of these kids don't know none of these stuff. That like they don't know Snow White, they don't know uh, Lion King. I, some I, of them. I think they're making a lot of these um um remakes. Remixes, yeah. yeah. They they should. Yeah. It's time to bring back some childhood into these. No, but like, Jungle Book was was great. You seen Jungle Book? I have not. I've seen the cartoon, yes, as a kid, but I didn't see the remake. Phenomenal. Mm. It was almost like, it had like a feeling of like a Lion King a little bit. Okay. Um, also, too, Beauty and the Beast was phenomenal, too. I didn't see the remake. No. Yeah. Oh, they got a remake of Beauty and the yeah, Beast? Yeah, yeah. Well, like real people or cartoons? With real people. And, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a great, 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 great movie. I know they had Cinderella with Brandy back in the days. Facts. That yeah. was cool, too. Yeah. That was, that was like cool, that. too. That was you know, A black mother and an Asian father. That was interesting. They asked for diversity. They got it, you yeah. know? Nothing wrong with that, you yeah. know? So pretty much that's what it is. But um, definitely, you know? So guys, in 2018, and we have what two months left in 2018. It went by so fast. Um, you as an author, what's your goal for 2019? Um, but for 2019, I definitely want to re-release these books, but digitally. I want people to be able to have them have it available on their phones. Um, the second thing is, I definitely want to start working with people and teaching them how to publish their own books. Mm. That's is it. Hard to do or is it easy to do? Um, well, from being able to publish these two books, I got I have so much information and I'm willing to share with people. It's it's not a lot of work, it's just time. It's the time that you're willing to put in. If mm. it's something that you really want to do, um, I'm here to help and to work with you in making your dreams come true. That's good. Each one teach one, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's good to learn how to do certain things and then come back and help your people, you know, or help others in general. So that's a great thing. I'm not selfish. I love, I, actually, I really do love helping people. I love, that's something that's been, you know, instilled in me because um, the high school that I went to. Hmm. Which did, high school was that? Um, high School for Public Service. Oh, okay. It was in Wingate. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one of those schools. Um, Wingate, the so, Haitian so, school. <laughs> so, so, are you 80s baby or 90s? I am a 90s baby. Okay, okay. This is you asking my age, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, age. no I'm, a, I'm a 90s baby. Um, okay. I did a lot of public service, a lot of public service work. I love giving back. I love helping out. Like volunteering. Late, late 90s or early 90s? Early 90s. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say 94, 95, or 96. No. no. I'm 87, so I have a problem with my age. Okay. No. I'm, I'm early 90s. But, um, but yeah, I, that's what I love to do. So I get excited anytime when I hear stuff like that. Like, um, I'm trying to volunteer for the Brooklyn Museum. They're doing um, this children's book fair, oh, wow. which is coming up in November, I believe, 17th or 18th. And um, I want to volunteer. I want to meet other authors and i want to meet kids like i want to you know, be involved that'll be a good plug for you yeah no yeah definitely but um i love i don't want to hold information back because i think that's what a lot of our people we tend to do we get this information and we run with it we don't like to share exactly we don't share this information and i think that is so wrong I, i'm gonna tell you 
what how I did it, what we can do. And maybe if you do it a different way, who knows? You might shoot up and be, you know, a, a superstar. Who exactly. Knows? You never know. Exactly. Just like how we use this platform to promote people such as yourself and everybody else that's come on the yeah. show. And we're talking to you about it today. We're up to our 65th episode altogether. And when we started off in that basement, we would have never thought we would have get this far or meet this much people. Right, Sanders? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you thought, but I know. Well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I did it. I did it. So when you see greatness, man, you see greatness, and sometimes, you know, you may be great, but you don't see it in you. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But I know. I know what it was. I mean, like I said, men lie, women lie, but numbers don't lie. How do you know? How do you know? Your videos. Tell the people right now. Listen, man. Look, bro. Look. I know for a fact that when you post things, you know, you make statements. I know when I post things, I make statements. So you know, you say to yourself, listen. It's if 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 you see somebody, you know, they have an audience, you have an audience. Why not come together and make something happen, you know what I'm saying? Make something beautiful, you know. Mm. You know, and make it turn into an empire. So that's what I saw. Mm. So I I knew this. So and like I said, it's nothing. Seventeen K, twenty K, forty K, a million people, it doesn't matter. It's the same, you know. Yeah. You know what gave me inspiration the other night I was watching the Facebook movie and how See, look. Even Eric says, I knew too exactly, right? <laughs> tell him, tell him, tell him, bro. And this is what it is, you know what I'm saying? And it's humbling, you know what I'm saying? It's humbling. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, our goal is to, is to while, while God uplifts us, is to, you know, help people. That's the goal. It's to help anybody, you know, Absolutely. Can. Absolutely. Yeah, the other day I was watching the Facebook movie, and the guy from Facebook, he, the, he hacked into the Harvard network, and the first time... I think I forgot what it was called, but it was basically a program that he ran where you where you judge two women which one is hotter or not, and then off that one he got fifty. I think he got fifty k hits, and then I saw as he grew Facebook and the people started sign up, sign up, sign up, sign up, and eventually at by the end of the movie they said he had over fifty, no, over five hundred million um, subscribers to Facebook, and he was the youngest billionaire. In history, and yeah. the guy from Nashville was like, "You will know what's cooler than a million dollars, a billion dollars." And he made it to a billion dollars, and it started off small, and it's similar to us, basically. You see how how we started off small, and then we eventually got to where we are now. Like last year, like just the other day, I was talking to my friends, right? And then we was and then we was talking. I was like, "Yo, I remember when we used to hit a thousand views. We used to be real hyped. That that's what my friend Ben Benry said. Shout out to Benry." Um, Young Boogie, he was like, yo, I remember when we used to hit a thousand views, we used to be hype, and then we all bust out laughing, because it was so funny, I'm like, a thousand views, bro, like, we do that in a day now. But that's, that's little wins, that, those are the little W's that you, yeah. you gotta celebrate that, you do, yeah, yeah. you do, like, you know, the, the thing is, um, you know, when you said you started off in your basement, mm -hmm. and then the thing, the key was, you were consistent. Exactly. You were, and that's something that, you know, for people out there, that if you are starting your business you have to be consistent yeah you have to you know keep going and it's the little baby steps that is going to take us farther so from you know you having to a hundred to a thousand to where you at right now it's like yeah that's dope god is good absolutely god is good absolutely. so yeah now now we look at it and like sander said like 17k 19k 24 25 30 40 50 we look at those numbers now and we're like yeah. wow we were not even 
I didn't picture those numbers back then. I pictured those numbers. So like right now, I picture those numbers. I believe, I believe <laughs> so right now we we're we're going for those millions now. Yes, I guess. yes. I believe it's gonna hit the million. To be honest with you, like I see it. I see it. Like I think. Exactly. But I think by next by next summer, I think you know you guys are gonna be like, I need an assistant. Definitely. I need like PR. I need. <laughs> yeah. I Definitely. need somebody. You know. Definitely. I, I could. It's gonna. It's gonna be huge. It's, I see it. Especially yeah. the initiatives. Yeah. Especially the initiatives. You know what I'm saying? I mean, wow. when you're giving a lot of things, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm just waiting for that sponsorship. Yeah. It's a, a, a door. So please, guys, keep praying for us. We're still waiting for the yes. 501c3 from yes. the IRS to become a non-for-profit so yes. we can launch the non-for-profit. Once we do that, we can start writing grant letters, writing to these big companies, start yep. getting money. We start hiring people, give them jobs, put money in the pocket and help the That's community. Um, shout out to the Brick Network. Um, they're pushing the show really hard. I spoke to one of the main producers there. I mean, sorry, I spoke to the manager of marketing over there, and she said she's going to try to push the show more within the building. We're already in front of 800,000 viewers at the Brick, so we're trying to increase that even more, the viewership. And shout out to anybody that want to be on the show. This is an open platform for everybody to be on the show. Don't wait till we're too big. And then we're like, okay, we don't got time for you. We already booked up until next month. So, you know, just letting you know. Someone asked, is there any upcoming projects coming up? Um, after these two books? Absolutely. January, me and my illustrator, who I wish he was here. Shout out to Jamel Carroll. He's my illustrator. Wow. Um, yes, there is two books that I currently will be working on. Um, I'm going to be releasing them next year, so look out for that. Also, too, I'm going to be doing some book readings. Um, if you guys can follow me on Jody's Lens, J-O-D-I-S-L-E-N-S on Instagram, I'm going to put up, post up the dates and let you guys know when there's going to be book readings for these books. Um, and that's it right for now, to be honest so with you. And for those of you that do want to learn how to um, write a book, want to learn how to publish, all that good stuff, you guys feel free to hit me up. Um, you can email me at jodyslens at gmail.com, or you can just hit me up on Instagram, DM me, send me a message, and from there we will move forward. Okay. Jody will forward us all the information. We'll put the link in the description. Um, closing thoughts, Sanders? Um, I just wanted to tell you, my dear, that you're very inspirational. Thank you. And I wish you all the best. Thank you. And whatever I can do, Ricard can do to promote your books, please come again and everything like that. If you know any any authors or anybody that's brilliant, please bring them. I just was really, really, really inspired by you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Any closing thoughts for you, Joey? Um, I want to thank you guys for have for you know giving me this platform to you know to promote my book and to speak my voice this is actually amazing the conversation was dope i wasn't expecting some of the stuff y'all were saying i'm like what no, i told you i told you <laughs> you get real crazy sometimes when you know <laughs> it's crazy but um i do appreciate that sometimes we need that that honesty and to yeah. just vocalize how That's we feel it's called the real word we're gonna keep it real and we're gonna give you the word exactly the way you should take it thank you and for those that who are you know follow me on Facebook, um, please follow these guys. These guys are dope. Thank you. And Thank support you. them. Sonata, Sonata. Thank you. All right. Um, one more time. Put them up. <laughs> support. Support. <laughs> Where can they find it? Where can they find it? You guys can find these on Amazon.com. Um, also, too, you can visit the website www.jordanandnelly.com. They have their own website. So put it up for the people to Amazing. see. Amazing. Yes. So people. Support, 
support, support, support, support, support. So we thank you all for watching the show today. Um, we thank you all for all your support and all your love, your prayers, your well wishes. And like we always say, this would not be possible without the people. Not only the people watching, but the people that supports us, that helps us find guests, the people that actually come on the show. Shout out to Jody for coming in today, for being here on the show. Um, shout out to all the people that watch today and all the people that will watch. Shout out to the Brit Network. We'll be on TV Thursday at 4 p.m. You catch us on there. You catch every single episode on Facebook and on YouTube, www.youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash The Real Word TV. That's www.youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash The Real Word TV. And you can even email us at gmail. Sorry, at the real word TV at gmail.com. That's the real word TV at gmail.com. Um, subscribe to the YouTube, donate to the GoFundMe, www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. That's www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. Shout out to everybody that donated so to the diaper drive. So far, um, we have $400 this year. So we're waiting for the 501c3 so we could get corporate sponsorship. But still, every dollar counts. So if you want to donate, gofundme.com backslash the real word. That's all we have for you today, guys. Um, Sandy, do you want to give a prayer? Father, we thank you for what you're doing through us and for us. We pray that as we close, that we may bless our viewers. In your precious name we do pray. Amen. Amen. So thank you for watching, guys. we see you all next week. Good night. We love you. Take care. Bye.